Hey entrepreneurs, are you ready for key value driver number four? That's right, this is the fourth episode in our seemingly endless series on key value drivers. You're never gonna believe where we're finding value in your business today. You gotta join us for this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hey now, I'm Dave Lorenzo, I'm the godfather of growth, and yes, I'm wearing a light colored jacket for one of the few times in my entire career. And with me today is my partner, Nikki G. Hi, Nicola. How are you? Hi, Dave. I am great. You know how much I love talking about adding value to businesses. I do know how much you love talking about adding value to businesses, and I know how much you love dark colored suits, so I'm never wearing this jacket again. But today, we're talking about the fourth key value driver for businesses, and that is human resources. So here's the thing. People are an incredible value driver in your business and how you take care of them means everything. So today we're gonna give you four elements for this fourth key driver. That's right, number four is running wild today in the show. We're gonna give you four elements for your human resources function and getting these elements buttoned down will be an essential driver of value in your business. So the first thing we should talk about when it comes to making a difference in how much your business is worth is your leadership development program. Now, you heard us talk about top talent before if you've been watching the other shows in the series. How you bring that top talent along makes all the difference. I, I will lean on my experience again in the hospitality industry and share with you that when I graduated from college, I only wanted to work for one company. I, I went to school for hotel restaurant management thinking that I was gonna be a hotel owner and I was gonna spend the rest of my career in that industry. And there was only one company that I thought made sense for me to work for when I graduated and that was Marriott International. And the reason why I wanted to join Marriott was because they were renowned as having the best possible management development program. I made less money than other people that graduated with me. I'm gonna really date myself now and tell you that when I graduated from college in 1989, I went from being a bellman at a Marriott hotel to being a manager at a Marriott hotel and I took a huge pay cut. I was making a fortune, hustling bags and doing all sorts of stuff for guests in the hotel, getting paid in cash with tips. And then I became a manager and I took a job making $18,000 a year for a 10 hour work day, which always wound up being 12 or 13 hours. But I did it because it was the best possible training you could get in the industry at the time. And that's what led to my rise up through the ranks in Marriott to becoming a successful executive. That training, that foundation serves me well today because we got training and development in all aspects of leadership from performance review uh, process, how to deliver a performance review, to coaching and counseling, had, how to get more out of employees, how to discipline an employee when they did something wrong, how to hire employees, how to fire employees, how to have all types of conversations with employees, how to deal with guests and clients and customers, how to deal with vendors, how to manage systems and processes, all of these things were part of their leadership development process. And all of these things could be a huge value driver for you in your business. So we've talked about standard operating procedures before. In fact, we talked about it just in our last episode, in our last show. You should have standard operating procedures in your HR function, especially around leadership development. So 
the way to do this is to think about all the things that you do as the CEO and write them all down, dictate them into your phone, have it transcribed, and create checklists of standard operating procedures that you as the CEO do. Think about what you need to teach the person who's going to come into that role, write all those things down, and use that as a leadership development outline for the CEO role. Then everyone on your management team should be instructed to do the same thing, and you've got the foundation of a leadership development program. It doesn't have to be complicated. Now, if you've got a bigger business, connect with us at the Exit Success Lab and we will bring you one of the experts that we have in this area and they can be on, this, on site doing a turnkey process where you don't have to do anything. They'll develop all these things for you. That costs money. If you're a smaller business and you wanna do it yourself, start with your role, write everything down that you do, create the step-by-step -step guide to your job so that somebody could step in for you and then you could teach somebody how to do that, have all your managers do the same thing and that'll be the beginning of a leadership development program. That's point number one in HR. Having a leadership development program that is comprehensive and robust adds huge value to your business. In the HR function, Nikki G, what's point number two? Point number two is going to be having a standard operating procedure for employee training and onboarding. So this is just as critical. You do not want to be fumbling through that process every time you bring a new employee on board. You want to make sure that it is efficient, it is flawless, and that you are making sure you are providing them with the knowledge that they need to have to be successful in your business and so that you're going to minimize any sort of issues you may have. So thinking about training and onboarding, someone, you, you bring on a new hire, they need to first understand what the expectations are of that position. So for instance, what hours are they expected to be there? Are they expected now? Are they expected to be in your office in person? What about working from home? Is there some sort of in-between for them? How are they going to access your systems? You know, immediate access to just getting into your system. Then you need to make sure that that employee understands what software will they be using that's relate, that relates to the function that they are performing for their job. They're not just going to know them. Maybe they'll have familiarity with one or two programs, but generally speaking, they're not going to know all of the software and the systems that you're using to run your business. Somebody needs to make sure they're training them. And as you can imagine, already having the step-by-step -step guide is going to get them through that process quicker so that they're up and running and making money for your business and helping themselves develop professionally much faster. You also want to make sure that they know everything about their role in the company. So aside from just the systems themselves, like what are they going to be doing day to day and what do they need to make sure that it's successful so they can navigate it well. So having these procedures in place is going to make sure that you are decreasing the downtime to get that employee up and running, and you're going to help make sure that that employee is going to provide the same standardized, excellent service that everyone at your company provides. Hey, Nikki G, did you know you can also get our show as an audio podcast? Of course I know you can get the show as an audio podcast. I'm on it. But does our audience? I don't know. So those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up the Inside BS Show with The Godfather and Nikki G, and you'll find us right there. Click the follow button so that you never miss a show. Now, there's a couple of reasons why you're going to want to do that. Nikki G, tell them what the first reason is. You get to ask us questions. That is exclusive to our podcast listeners. 
Yeah, we only answer listener questions on the audio version of the podcast. We don't do it on video. So if you want to hear what everyone's thinking, or if you want to ask us a question, you got to download the audio podcast. The second reason, and my favorite reason, is because you can take us with you. You can have a little Nikki G in your pocket while you're working out in the gym, washing the dishes, or walking the dog. I love me some Nikki G in my pocket when I'm walking the dogs. I don't know about you, Nicola, but that's one of my favorite things to do. Absolutely. Take us with you. After you watch this episode here on YouTube, go to wherever you get your podcast, click the follow button so we can go with you on your journey and you can ask us questions. We will see you or more like hear you there. Point number three in HR when it comes to HR adding value is the HR administration aspects of your business. So you should have step-by-step -step guides, standard operating procedures for all of the HR admin functions. Everything from payroll to benefits administration to onboarding or enrolling new employees in payroll and HR benefits. I'll tell you that I, I'm amazed at how routinely uh, I see big businesses that don't have this streamlined. If somebody's being onboarded into your company, as an example, there should be an onboarding checklist and there should be a step-by-step -step guide for how they, uh, how they select benefits, for how they put the payroll information in, like how many tax exemptions they should file for depending on who they are in their family, how many dependents they have. I mean, it's just, it, it drives me nuts when people just say, here are the forms to fill out, go sit outside and fill them out and bring them back when you're done. There should be a checklist so that everybody knows and you should walk through the checklist with the employee by going, all right, see number one on the checklist, it says fill, pick an employee benefits plan. We have six benefits plans we offer. This is an HMO, this is what an HMO is, this is a PPO, this is what a PPO is. These are the two types of HMOs and PPOs we offer. If you have a family, you might wanna consider this one because it's more of, more of a bang for your buck. If you know, you're concerned about taking more money home, you wanna consider this one. That should be all listed out on the checklist and you should review it with the employee when they're being onboarded. That's your HR admin function and having standard operating procedures for those things makes your business more valuable. Why? Because it leads to you being an employer of preference. I can't tell you how the impact it has when we create these standard operating procedures in HR and people start to follow them, how, how much better the employees feel, how much more welcome they feel when somebody's taking the time to go through the onboarding checklist and the administrative paperwork checklist with them and they take the time to make sure they understand all the documents that they're signing. And that's gonna lead us to the fourth area that Nicola wants to get into, and that's compliance. That's the fourth area of HR value in, these, in this key driver of business value. Nicola, talk about compliance and how important it is. Sure, compliance is of utmost importance to your business. So you, both, you have a business component to the compliance and you also have the legal component. So on the business side, I'm thinking about security. How do I make sure that when I have you know, new employees coming to the company that they are doing things the right way to make sure that they are not potentially exposing anything in our system to the outside world, especially you've got customer information, 
You've got, if you're a medical company, gosh, you have HIPAA compliance. You have a lot of information that you're protecting from a security standpoint. So it's, you know, anything that could have a potential legal component to it, but it's also, you know, at your, your core of your business, you have confidential, proprietary, and possibly trade secret information. So you need to make sure that you have something in place that allows you to make sure that you are restricting access the way that you need to be, that employees at certain levels only have access to what they need in order to perform their job function. And that to the extent they have that access, that they know a lot, they know exactly what they can and cannot do with that information. If you do not have a process in place that lays that out, then nobody knows what they should be doing. And that could create a disaster for the company. So beyond kind of the data and security, you also need to be thinking about how do I make sure that these employees are going to do the right thing on the job and not put themselves at risk and not create legal exposure for the company. So in large part, that's going to be done by making sure you have handbooks in place. You know, already have kind of these, these core documents that you can share with employees to make sure that they know what they're supposed to be doing, what they're supposed to not be doing, and that they've reviewed it and they've certified they've reviewed it. So now you make sure, okay, we've done that part of this process and we know that the employee has said, okay, I've done this, I'm certifying I did it. So you now have a record of everything that you have trained them on so that you can make sure that you're minimizing that exposure moving forward. So beyond that, we wanna also make sure that whenever HR is receiving complaints, for instance, or having to deal with issues like termination, that there's a procedure in place for doing that. You should never be handling that kind of on the fly or as something comes up. You need to be have thought that out well in advance to make sure that that is handled in a way that is not going to lead to additional exposure for the company. So thinking about if there's an employee that you need to let go from the company, exactly what that looks like so that the person sitting in that chair having the conversation with the employee knows what they need to convey, knows what the takeaway is going to be, and then make sure that that process is followed so that when that person leaves, that you're not going to have any other issues. And frankly, like it, it's it's a it's an easy walk away for both sides of the party because you also don't want to create disruption for the company. So aside from thinking about the exposure, you don't want to put the company at harm from a reputational standpoint either. And having the processes in place helps prevent those things from happening. I love it. That was a comprehensive guide to compliance. Thank you, Nikki G. This has been Value Driver number four. Value Driver number four in our 10-part Value Driver series. You see how much there is to adding value to a business. Join us tomorrow for Value Driver number five. And Value Driver number five for tomorrow is going to be legal exposure. And I can't wait for my partner to get into that with you. We'll see you back here again tomorrow, folks. Until then, my name is Dave Lorenzo. I'm the godfather of growth. And you are... Thank you, G. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Take care. Oh, watch another show, by the way. Watch watch another show right away, please.